0: Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, and I got some scary, scary stuff for you today. Well, well, hope everybody's having a great, spooky time. Everybody's having a great week. I know my week was great. Good weather to sit on the back porch and tell some old scary stories. Go scare yourself. It's the weekend. Well, my week has been going great. Just want to say thank you. The uh, podcast keeps growing little by little. And I'm loving it, guys. Just want to say thank you very much everywhere around the world, uh, world who is hearing this. Thank you. <coughs> well, with that being said... Man, already into three, yeah, three, um, three damn episodes into season four. Still crazy. Can't believe I'm on season four. Mm. Let me get a drink of water real quick and we'll get the sucker going. Oh, and uh people just listening that's on the audio, I'm doing a, vid- a video along with it like I always do. So go to YouTube and you can watch it. I think I might do a live one one day, you know, but I'll have to wait and schedule that one when I have time to. I have to probably do it after um, baseball season, which would be great. I can do it on a Friday, do my regular episode on a Friday night, on, Friday, on a Saturday morning, let that one come out, and then I can do a live one that night or something. I don't know. I'll get it figured out. I think it would be cool, though. But anyways, go to the YouTube channel. You can check out all the videos there. It's at ghoststories.com. Or, or ghost stories told from the south. <laughs> Alright, let's start telling some scary, scary stuff. Well, today I'm still covering water stuff. I was trying to look for some haunted lakes in uh, Mississippi and uh, Louisiana. I didn't come up with much. All I came up with was uh, a haunted swamp that I already covered when I very, very first started doing the um, podcast. So Louisiana didn't really have much. Mississippi had a little bit. But, so what I did was I found some uh, 7 like ghost stories on the um, Alabama or Alabama on the uh, Mississippi coastline. So that would be good. And then I got... Some stories about the haunted Mississippi River because that river is huge. It goes through Mississippi, it goes out, it's it dumps out in the Gulf, but it starts some up there way up north. It goes through like four or five states, I think. You know, so it's pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Or don't go, goes through, but I know it's the border for uh, Louisiana and Mississippi. And then to wrap it up, we got a uh, a little uh, place in Alabama to talk about. And i just say I didn't find a whole lot in Alabama either about haunted lakes or rivers. So, yeah, kind of weird. All right. Well, I hope you're ready. Get you a nice warm blankie, a cup of coffee, or some hot chocolate. Kick back, relax, and get ready for some scary stories. Okay, we're going to start out with some tales of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Our first story is the ghost of Mississippi's Lost Island. About 12 miles offshore between each ship and Horns Island is Dog Island. However, you won't see it. And that is because it's been overtaken by the water. But it wasn't always that way. In 1926, the island was very visible and home to a resort known as the Isle, uh, the Isle of Caprice. By the early 1930s, the island disappeared underneath the uh, waters. In the, uh, and it disappeared into the waters of the gulf. But phantom remains of its ex- uh, existence still remain to this day. Well, of course, you know, I bet of people evacuated and buildings got left there and all that stuff. I'm going to take a little break real quick. Got to put my bifocals on. Oh, that'd be better. Yeah, so apparently this was like a little res- resort island. And when I take it, the waters rose and it uh, disappeared. According to local legend, a hurricane hit the island during during its heyday. Rather than evacuate, most chose to ride out the storm on the island. Two days later, rescuers went to check on those who stayed on the island. Sadly, they found no survivors, only bodies, debris floating in the water it's said it's said if you go out to the area of the gulf where the isle of capri caprice lies beneath the surface you can hear a phenomenal laughter that's a that's a replaced with the uh, ghostly screams and then the uh, complete silence so apparently if you swim out to where this island used to be of course, you'd be on top of it because it's underwater. You would uh, hear laughing and then uh, screaming and then nothing. Well, I bet you that's a haunted area because for the people that rode it out, they probably got washed out to sea, drowned. So, yeah, just any time whether uh, weather comes on and say take cover, get out, do what it says. I mean, even if you live on the coast, especially in an island like that, when a hurricane's coming because you never know what them things are gonna do <clears throat> And by the way if anybody from Mississippi here's any of these stories I'm talking about that lives on the coast hit me up tell me about them tell me what you know about them. okay let's get ready for story number three. Our next one is the tortured souls of the Pirate House. Though long after being destroyed by Hurricane Camilla, the the pirate house, the pirate house, lives on through the uh, ghostly tales associ- associated with it. The home, which is said to have been haunted by at least eight spirits, and once used a hide, once was a hideout for John Lafitte and other gulf coast pirates so john lefout was a big time pirate in the area and that was his house you know that's pretty crazy i live here in texas and that's pretty crazy hearing about how the pirates roam the gulf coast that's not far from me only seven hours Uh, where are we at according to legend pirate booty was moved okay if you don't know what pirate booty is, it's not a girl pirate's bottom. No. Pirate booty back then was what they stole. The gold, the coins, stuff like that. That was the pirate booty. And pirates loved their booty. The booty was moved to a VA secret tunnel that ran from the home cellar to the gulf. The uh, interactive pathway had another use aside from storing gold and treasure. Though it is also it is also housed prisoners who were often tortured until death. Phantom screams and moans plagued the pirate house, well, until the 20th century. So apparently this house used to be there, but when one of the hurricanes came through, it phew, wiped it out. All right, here is our third story. The permanent patients of Howard Memorial Hospital. So all these places are on the coast of uh, Mississippi, somewhere in Mississippi. Uh, Okay, however, oh, Howard Memorial Hospital opened in Biloxi in 1963. The hospital was long been associated with with stories of paranormal, of the para- paranormal, most of which involved two little girls who never seemed to be re- released. Hospital employees, as well as patients, reported all sorts of strange happenings from the phenomenon, from the oh, the phantom laughing and cold spots on its, and uh, cold spots, to items moving on the on their own. But seeing the ghostly girls was especially creepy because, according to legend lore, that meant you'd seen that mean you'd soon be joining them in the afterlife. So, apparently, if you've seen these ghost girls at this hospital, you would uh, see these, uh, you'd see your death. As. As far as who the girls were or who they ended or how they ended up at the hospital, that's unknown. However, there have been many guests over the years. Some believe these girls were patients who died at the hospital, while others say they were killed at a nearby park. Hmm. So nobody knows, but there's these two girls that haunt the place. Okay, the next one is the Bivar's lingering resident although <clears throat> although Boulevard is most widely known as the most as the uh, former home of Jefferson Davis it has all the it it has another identifying character it is a paranormal hotbox. since opening for tours in 1941, several visitors have found something unusual in their photos taken at the uh, establishment. Dozens of pictures appear to have apparitions in the background. Jefferson Davis, his wife, and daughter have all been caught on, the, on film here. This place was, was officially investigated by a paranormal team. For the first time in 2014, the Mississippi Gulf Coast Paranormal Group spent the night in the home and caught some strange things on film and uh, and in the recording sessions. All right. That's a little creepy, but all right. Our next one is... The Vanishing Boy from Passing Packing Company. Or from the Passing Packing Company. <sighs> back in the nineteen <clears throat> back in the nineteen fifties and sixties, the ghost of a little boy haunted the beach in past Christian. According to several reports, the Phantom Child would suddenly appear watching people as they enjoyed a visit at the beach. The boy's clothes were old-fashioned, tattered, and dirty. His unkept appearance often led people to ask questions about where he lived, his family and etc More hauntings the more hauntings than the sight of the little boy ghost the little boy's ghost were the uh, answers that gave that he gave also very polite he'd reply that he stayed down he stayed at the park at the park he stayed at the packing plant that is the most information he ever gave out any any uh familiar any family any familiar with the past christian anyone familiar with past christian is well aware that the uh, packing plant the boy is referring to has been closed for decades. According to witnesses, once the uh, questions begin too much, the boy would simply vanish. So if you're talking to this boy and you start drilling him for questions, he's just going to vanish. That would be some creepy shit. I would be like, what? Yeah, that would definitely creep me out. Okay, we got number six. The restless spirits at Garden of Hope Cemetery. Excuse me, I guess another name for this place is franklin's uh Franklin Cemetery. The Gutter Cemetery is actually considered one of the most haunted in the uh entire count uh, in the entire country. I hear that about everything I report on a lot. A lot of places say we're the most haunted. Several witnesses have reported a young friendly ghost named uh Charlie Ann Or Shirley Ann, I'm sorry, Shirley. While others have come to contact with or came in, came into contact with bloody Sarah an apparition that likes to run into the road and makes uh, motorists think they have ran someone over. According to several reports, Bloody Sarah can be heard insanely laughing throughout the entire ordeal. So as you're hitting this ghost, she laughs too, so... Hmm. Other ghost sightings in this cemetery include... Charlie Ann's uh, father. Her father is here. How, who supposedly killed, who killed her, for her, killed her and her siblings and her mother. And the ghost of the man who climbs from his grave, steals flowers and wreaths from other gravesites, and then returns to his grave with... Oh, with uh with his loot. So I guess he goes and takes stuff and puts it on his. That's pretty crazy. I'd like to see that. Our last ghost I mean our last story. The Phantom Passenger at the Bay at the Bay St. Louis train depot. Built in nineteen twenty eight. The Bay St. Louis train depot has a lot of history. And even though it's been years since it was uh Hustling train station, a travel refuge, uh, a travel refuse to leave the, oh, it's saying a traveler refused to leave the uh, station. The (coughs) the phantom traveler, a young man in a white linen suit, walks leisurely along the tracks as he marks his uh, way he whistles in an upbeat tune occasionally checking his pocket watch to many it it appears as if the uh F, it appears as if he is waiting for a train to arrive according to witnesses once the once he reaches the end of the walkway he tips his hat and vanishes now that would creep me the hell out if he's doing that and he tips his hat to you and poof I'm gone. See you later. Sorry. I had to get a drink. I was very parched. Okay. That was our first story. Now, we're going to talk some, talk about some crazy stuff about the Mississippi River. Alright. Apparently, the Mississippi River is, has a a lot of weird stuff that happens I'm going to start off talking about the smiley face killer the smiley face killer is the, is the theory of two retired new york detectives who believe that someone or a group is responsible for the deaths of at least 40 college men nearly all the men's deaths deaths have been ruled an accidentally dr- Accidental drownings, but some speculate that their deaths were no accident. They believe that this that there is a serial killer or serial uh, serial slayer that preys upon intoxicated college students, dragging them and dumping them into the uh, nearby bodies of water. The detectives came upon the came up with its theory after a smiley face was discovered. Okay, discovered near several sites where the men were uh, subjected to have fallen into the water. Christopher Jenkins, a student at the University of Minnesota, was twenty-one, and he was. In, He was a student at the University of Mississippi. He was 21 and he disappeared on Halloween night. His body was found four months later in the Mississippi River, still wearing all his Halloween costume. So be careful up there. It sounds like they might not have caught this guy. Okay, now the next little story is called the Mississippi River has been known to run backwards. Now this is crazy. The Mississippi River has been known to, known to, reverse its direction. On the rare occasion that, that's happened, it usually is due to, uh, to a natural events in the area. The earliest known, the yeah, earliest earliest known time that this happened was 1812 after a series of earthquakes in Miss in Missouri, but it. Uh, but it, but it's happened several times since then. Most recently, it uh, went reversed for 24 hours in 2012, as a oh a her- as Hurricane Isaac came on land. So that makes sense about you know, think about it because you've got a big ass hurricane that's like a tornado coming your way on the land bringing all its water and it's pushing so it's going to be pushing Yeah, that would make a whole lot of sense the oldest settlement on the river is said to be haunted the, the, uh, the Natchez is known as the birthplace of Mississippi it was settled by the French in 1716 and after seven years, and after after the Seven Years' War, was uh, ruled by Great Britain, Spain, and finally the United States. Years of governmental chaos earned the town a reputation of being lawless, and there are still many prominent legends about the area. said to be the most uh, haunted city of Mississippi. See, another most haunted place. There have been reports of paranormal activity at many many locations in the city. There are stories of witches dancing along the uh, Natchez Trace, uh, burning every piece of land. Oh, what? The Natchez Chase, Burning every piece of... Land that their uh, feet touch, that their feet touch. Natchez under the hills is one of the oldest parts of the town and is rumored to be haunted by several ghosts. But the uh, spookiest spot in its uh, place is Longwood, a unfinished, uh, an unfinished mansion. The construction of Longwood was held by. Was halted by the civil by the civil war, Doctor Hollernuff, who commissioned the home for. Oh, from the uh, architect Samuel Swallen, lived in the only part of the house that was complete, the basement. Locals call the place call the place Nudie's Folly. The rumor is that if you can if you can that you can still see the ghost of Doctor Nutt And his wife lurking around the property. (laughs) Okay. Now we're going to talk about Pepe the lake monster. Lake Pepin. The largest lake on the uh, Mississippi. Is located between Wisconsin and Minnesota. Since 1876 there have been reports of an unidentified monster. Nicknamed Pepe. Lurking beneath the surface. The creature is reportedly huge and can leap out of the lake to snatch birds right out of the air. While there is no proof of the uh, monster's existence, business persons Larry Nelson has offered a $50,000 reward to anyone who can prove the existence of the creature nelson has claimed to see the monster twice he hopes the reward will not only be will only be fun but bring more tourism to the area all right a bigfoot like creature roams the banks of the mississippi the legend of the momo monster comes from the small town of louisiana Mm -hmm. of Louisiana, Mississippi, looks like, located on the Mississippi River. Oh, I'm so... Yeah. Okay. In 1972, three siblings claimed to have been... to have seen a sasquatch-like creature carrying away a dead dog. Other neighbors later said that they heard growling and animal-like noises in the area. A farmer even had a dog disappear and... Thought the uh, Momo monster might have been to blame. Some people in the area believe it believe it was a ho- but was a hoax carried out by three beard uh, three boarded kids. But from time to time, sightings are still reported. River. Uh, this next story is river flooding wiped out the ancient city of. Cochaca, the ancient city of Kohaca, believed to be the largest prehistoric settlement in the United States, was once located near modern-day St. Louis. Oh, I'm yeah. It started with it started with a few architectural settlements around. 400 CE and grew into a major city by 1050 CE and disappeared by 1350 CE. Archaeologists and geologists speculate that the catastrophic uh, flooding of the Mississippi River around 1200 C- CE contributed to contributed greatly to the demise of the city. Today Cocha is a state Historic site visited by thousands of tourists each year. Visitors can learn about the Mississippi mound, mound building culture in and, and a, and a uh, tour of the place. So, yeah, that sounded pretty, uh, pretty cool. But it does make you wonder how many uh, settlements and stuff were out there before, like, floods and stuff took them over and we never got to hear from them again. Well, I'm sorry if this uh, episode's a little short, guys. My bad, because this is my last story. Didn't mean to, but we're gonna talk about our next one's in Alabama, and it's called the Kenlock Shelter in Falls Bankhead National Forest. The Kenlock area of the Bankhead National Forest is a is a historical region of the fir, of the forest that holds a wealth of beauty including a one mile moderate hike to the tremendous Kinloch shelter and short of a half a mile walk to the spectacular Kinloch Falls that cascade down into a pool that has been popular swimming hole for years it is also where we find the spirit of Aunt Jenny Brooks while Brooks married Jenny. Oh, Willis Brooks married Jenny in the 1840s and had nine kids. So you know what they did in their pastime? They weren't telling stories around the fire. <coughs> there, are con- there are conflicting stories about how her husband and oldest son, John, were killed. Possibly after being caught aiding a confederate deserter or perhaps by refusing to fight for the confederacy whatever the reason the woman who became known as aunt jenny wanted revenge and with her five remaining sons set out on a quest to kill every member of the squad that killed the uh, two men legend says that jenny would hang trespassers on her property Jenny passed away in nineteen twenty-four, but her spirit allegedly lives on. Lives on along the trails in the Kenlock area, where hikers have even seen green orbs and hear strange sounds and voices. And as if you, and if you visit the grave, or home, you may hear Jenny yelling, "Get out of! Get off of my property!" So, yeah, if you're ever around Alabama and around the Kinlock area, go check that out for me. Ah, and those of y'all who don't know, <coughs> Alabama is another state here in the United States. It's in the south, it's right by Louisiana. As a matter of fact, it's right between, I believe, um, Mississippi. Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, right there in that area. So, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. Well, guys, hope you liked this show. Hope you liked this episode. Next week's will be better. I'm still going to be looking for lakes and stuff to do since it's springtime right now and summer's coming up. So, All right, And then after that, I'll probably just get back into doing regular stories, I guess. But I'm going to keep digging and find some good juicy stories for you guys. But I hope you enjoyed the show today. I enjoyed telling the stories to you. Hope you guys have a great rest of a uh, great uh, weekend. And uh, till next Saturday, baby, I'll see you, man. And if, uh, like I said, go to YouTube and look up Ghost Stories Told from the South, you'll see uh, the podcast. Subs- subscribe to it there. You can see the videos. I'm going to start doing more and more videos to go along with the audio. And... If you just want to hear the audio because you don't want to see my ugly face, then you can uh, go find me on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Amazon, um, Stitcher uh, on we're pretty much I'm pretty much everywhere with this one with its podcast, so check it out everywhere you, you can. It's on Google Play. I know that it's on a lot a of, lot of different uh, platforms. So hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Like I said, thank you very much. Don't forget, check out the show, man, every Saturday. And you can always go back in the vault and check out some of the older stuff too, guys. I would appreciate it. And go back and y'all start giving me some reviews reviews if you want to, please. Leave me some of them four or five star reviews. And I know on Spotify and probably your other ones you can do that. And you can ask questions there too guys or tell me something about the show or tell me I suck I don't give a care but in order for me to keep going and keep going with this I need them uh, likes and I need them uh, 4 or 5 star reviews man if you think I got it give it to me baby just kidding anyways we will see you later guys be good be real this has been ghost stories told from the south I am Stephen Booth I will see you later man be good be spooky and like I said, good weekend to get her out of campfire. And uh, tell some scary stuff. We'll holler at you later, though. Bye.